every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys, me and dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs and Chris Shuby Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this live episode of Takes on Takes live on a Tuesday in your podcast feed on a Wednesday this week on account of Monday Night Football. But we are pre-gaming Tuesday Night Football. This podcast is brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different. And Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels. Because Pepsi is not made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Gentlemen, good evening. Going up on a Tuesday. Evening, everybody. As the kids are saying. That's good. Takes on takes. Tuesday night. Is this the first ever Tuesday night takes on takes, Joe? Probably. Wait, what did we do last time there was a Monday night doubleheader? Did we do the same thing? Might have. That was good. Might have been the case there, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. So we need you. We need your amazing hot takes takes to respond to. Remember, Chris... Shuby's in control here. This is you have to convince him that your take is mm-hmm. is going up there. So just don't be mad at me or Kyle if it doesn't get on there. So send the good stuff. <laughs> I'm All right, Michael in the chat sounds different listening live instead of at two speed on the podcast in the feed. <laughs> dude, you know, people do that like regularly. Yeah, I listen dude. to every every one of my shows I listen to on two times speed. No, you don't. Why? Every podcast I listen to, almost every no, video I listen to is on two times speed. Uh, yeah. Do we want to do this take right out of the gate? Let's, two times speed is greater yeah. than regular yeah, speed? Please. I get an email, I would say, once a month from somebody. He's like, did you change something with the way that you're talking? And I'm like, no, nah, you you just got it on you know one and a half or two times speed. And then I send them like a screen record of how they did that to get it off. They're like, oh, thank you so much. But you're doing this on purpose. Yes, I, I actively listen to every one of my podcasts at two times speed. So a 60-minute show, I get through within 30 minutes. A 30-minute show, 15 minutes. And I, I retain all the like information. It's good. Frantic? At first it is, but now I've gotten to a point where I've done it for so long. I've done it for probably the last six months now that when I listen to something at normal speed, it's... Would you watch a movie at two times speed? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, it's only audio. It's only something in the background. Why? So why? Oh, because it's just background noise and like I, I can keep it in the background. I can listen. I can retain the information, but I also can can move on with my day. But because the visual stuff, it sometimes moves a little fast. You can't catch everything. Audio, it's just one thing you got to focus on. You know what's? I'm, go ahead, Joe. I'm fully triggered. I'm fully triggered by this because I think as three people who do audio work professionally, right? Daily, daily, daily. Some of us, all of us, hear multiple podcasts, right? Yes. We understand that there's something to the cadence and delivery of what you say. Not, by putting it on by putting it on two times speed, you're saying don't care. 
No, it, you still, I mean, you still have the cadence. Like, it's still there. It's just, it's just sped up. It doesn't, like, eliminate the, br- like, it just, it just makes everything faster. I don't understand. I, Chris, I, you shouldn't be this upset about this, Joe. Chris, my last input, because Joe won't get the reference, because he's not a movie guy. But I know for a fact you're a movie guy. And we just talked about this movie last week, Ace Ventura. You know the part where he shows up at have you you've never no, seen I've it? never seen it. No. What the Sorry, hell to, is wrong with you? I need a new co-host and a new producer here. Help me out. Well, the good news is we've met our quota for Ace Ventura res- uh, references today. So yes. we're, we're we're good. Let's do this. Bullshit. All right. I have a take right out of the gate that is going to test your guys's cross sport ability. Okay. Okay. Cannot wait for this. This one Very comes good. from Michael. Trevor Lawrence is a more generational type of talent than Zion Williamson was as a draft prospects. Absolutely. Correct. Because Zion, I mean, look, I'm not a basketball scout, but I understand he's got some limitations, right? He's not necessarily like a good range shooter kind of a back-to-the-basket guy, a pow- like a power-forward type guy, rebounder, big physical interior presence, but he's not a slasher. He's not going to beat you off the dribble. He's got limitations. Trevor doesn't have limitations as a quarterback. I agree. Um, and it, it's kind of odd. Basketball is a weird analogy to make with football for the sense that, like, you play offense and defense at the same time in basketball, right? And like football, it's very specialized individual skill, individual role to fill. Um, and because basketball is automatically a two-way sport, um, I think there's more ways for you and your holes in your game when you're coming into the league uh, to, to kind of knock down and poke holes and, and make you not a generational talent. All right, we got this one here. And by the way, for those of you who are listening back to the show, I'm going to break some live news here on the show while we're doing this. Have have you seen the Des Bryant news, gentlemen, that he has tested positive for for COVID like minutes before this game is supposed to start and he's not playing tonight in the revenge game? Not playing tonight in in his revenge game against the, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. All right, here's a take for you. And Braden, I don't think you're far off with this one, buddy. Two NFC East teams make the playoffs. The Giants win the division, and Washington winds up with the last wild card spot. Joe, go ahead. You're shaking your head viciously at me. You're telling me that one of these NFC East teams is going to jump the Vikings, the Cardinals, for that spot? Yes. All, All the right. way out. I'm going to all dis- the way out. I'm going to dismiss my mighty swell for the time being, and what we're going to do is we're going to visit our good friends over at playoffpredictors.com. Right now, live on the show. We're going to do it. All right, so we need to do the schedules of what teams, Joe? Arizona, Minnesota, Washington, and New York. By the way, if if you didn't know, we did this show like two weeks ago, but things have changed since then. Right, yeah. Some of us had Arizona winning playoff games. Some of us. It couldn't be you or me, Joe, but but somebody. Somebody on this show If there's anyone else, yeah, that was the Chris. Chris, you don't understand when it's dra- either draft order season or it's playoff season. I am on playoffpredictors.com probably six times a day. Okay. This is legitimately the fifth time I've went to playoffpredictors.com today. So Giants, they're five and eight. 
No, they're not. No, they are five and seven. They are five and seven. It kept it kept my picks from the last time I was here. That's probably why. That's two hours ago. No, Chris, it was. I'm not even being funny. Um, it's loading. So this is Ryan, going well. <laughs> Ryan thinks this is a poop hat take. By yeah. Me. So Joe, you I said you were close. totally out on this. Ryan says poop hat take, and you I didn't su- you didn't supply well, the hat. I know. I'm out of sorts. But it's all right. right here. Well, here here we go. This is going to help us. Uh, Washington plays San Francisco next week. Who wins the game? San I think the I think the Washington football team, Joe. I agree. So that's that's two for Washington. Let's give it to them. Uh, then they're home against Seattle. Give Seattle that one. Seattle. Give Seattle that one. Seattle doesn't lose on the East Coast all that much. We'll give it to home, Seattle. Home against Carolina in the Ron Rivera revenge game. Oh, you got to give it to Ron in the revenge game. Win. Yeah, River Bowdoin, right? You just put him at Joe. They're at seven wins already. Oh wow, seven wins and going into week seventeen. And Wolf they play. Leaders. And they play the Eagles. That's a win. Joe, they just ate Jalen Hurts the starting quarterback. Yeah, he has he hesitated. It's done. So Washington's eight and eight. We're projecting Washington okay. at eight and eight. Giants, not good. They enough. played Joe. They play the the Cardinals this week. And the Giants are a better football team right now than the home. Cardinals. The Giants at home. Cardinals. Joe, this really? is. Better, you're going to tell me Colt McCoy is going to win two in a row for the Giants? All right. So, so Chris, we're picking the Giants here. Just, just to see if we can get this thing to materialize. Right. Not, yeah. Right? Okay. 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 The following week, the Giants are at home against the Browns. Win or loss? That's Browns loss. win. Browns win that game. I agree. The following week, Giants visiting the Baltimore Ravens. That's a loss. Ravens. So, the Giants have seven. It's, or the Giants have seven, nine losses. It's done. It's not going to happen. Okay. We don't even need to go any further. All right, there we go. We did it. Joe, you just got Ben. Ben, don't break with us, and we'll we'll meet you halfway. Okay. (laughs) Let cooler heads prevail here. All right, so we're doing this on a Tuesday, so we have an opportunity to react to the news that just came out about the college football playoffs. So this take from another Michael, Michael Lucas, who says the college football playoff will be two SEC teams and two ACC teams if Clemson and Florida win their conference championship. Ohio State is the odd team out. This was the take. That uh, the I was watching the college football playoff reveal on ESPN. This was their take that if this scenario happens, Ohio State's getting the boot. Ohio State's got to worry about playing enough games to get in their conference championship game. They're changing that rule to let Ohio State in. You know it. I'd still be worried about the sample size, won't you? The committee's going to sit around and say, well, we've seen this team play five games and we've seen this team play 10 games. How do you leave AM out? Right. For a four-win Ohio State team. But a and like AM's not even playing in the conference championship game, right? We got uh, bigger a, issues than yeah. that this year. I understand that, but it's like if you got Florida wins, you're gonna leave a one-loss Alabama team out because they lost to SEC champion Georgia over AM. I'm just saying that there's not a path for Ohio State to be in. I think you I think this is a good take. I would agree with that component of it, but I don't think AM. I, I would take a one loss Alabama team that lost to Florida in the SEC championship game over Texas AM. Agreed. So yeah, it would be Florida, Alabama. Clemson beating Clemson Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Go, there you go. There's your tournament. Those four teams. And AM would be pissed. <laughs> right, because they beat Florida and, <laughs> and, and they beat Florida. Loss. Yeah, they'd they'd yeah. have a right to be pissed. And Ohio State would have a argument to be pissed, but only, only if they get to their conference championship game, right? If they don't get to play because of the rules, then I don't know if they have a 
coherent argument to be in over those teams. Yeah. Right. If they, if they don't get an opportunity to play in the big 10 championship game because of the big 10 rules, they'll have like five wins. They won't play in their conference championship. What do they have to hang their hat on? They beat Indiana. Like, that's so all I got. If it's those four teams who wins Alabama, but we're just Florida just beat them. You think Nick Saban's going to lose to a team twice? Old St. Nick. Joe, you got thoughts over there. I see him racing through your heads like uh, sugar plums. Sugar plums. <laughs> uh, Clemson. You think Clemson wins? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, best player. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So whether you're looking for a healthy snack a breakfast on the go, something post-workout, or just like delicious things, Built Bar can fill the void for you. And best of all, Built Bar doesn't just taste good, it blows the nutritional facts of your typical protein bar out of the water. It's got 200 calories per bar or less, up to 20 grams of protein per bar, 18 delicious flavors to choose from, and one-seventh the grams of carbs and sugar of your typical protein bar. So if you're looking for a change-up in your diet, visit BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you can save 20% off your next order of Built Bar. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON, to save 20% and find out what all the fuss is about for yourself. All right, guys. This one, this this is a good take right up your alley from Daniel. There will be six wide receivers taken in the first round this year. Over the past decade, there is an average of three point eight per year, with a high of six last year. Daniel, I'm just going to take your word for those numbers. I'm not going to independently check them. Smart. We'll, we'll work off of your numbers here. Smart. Chase one. Waddle two. Smith, Smith three. Bateman. Probably. He's going to have to test well, I think. Marshall? Probably. Probably. Can we get between those two? Can we give them one confident yeah, one? Yeah, I think so. Rondell Moore? No. Kadarius Tony. Jalen Rager was a, and Brandon Ayuk were first-round picks. Here's the take. Tony gets drafted before Rondell. That one's from at, from at grinding the tape. Good take. Good take. It's the same player, a bigger player that's the same that does more. And has less durability issues. Give me Tony. I can't stop drafting him in the mock draft simulator. <laughs> him and him and Hamsa Nasrudin, they're Buffalo Bills every time. I can't pass. Giant, Giants fan 12 convinced Rondell Moore is going round one. Uh, Rondell Moore missed two-thirds of the season last year. Missed half of Purdue season this year with a lower body injury. Uh, he's five, seven, five, eight, one eighty. player. That's we just watched LaVisca Chenault. Who's the 220 pound version of this exact same player fall out of the first round because of durability issues. You can't tell me it's a lock that Rondale Moore when he's that tiny and durability issues is going to go in the first round. I think I'm taking the under on the six. I think I will too. That's a large number. All right, guys. Seth says, by the way, shout out to Seth for the dog in the in the picture there. Oh, very Always good dog. A good thing, yeah. Very good. Very doggo. good doggo. The Raiders are one defensive playmaker away from being Super Bowl contenders. 
They're one defensive playmaker on a certain level of the defense, but they 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 need more answers on defense. What difference makers all on defense? They could use a player like Khalil Mack. Right. What difference do they have one difference maker on their defense? I do not believe so. They need a couple. Um right, because we just took Hi dog. I got a good doggo of my own here. Just came strolling in. Sophie. Hold on. I'm going to go get her. I'm going to think, Joe, Joe, think about playmakers. Sophie, come here. Playmakers. That's the Raiders. I can't think about playmakers on the Raiders defense because they don't have any. Those two things don't go together right now. Right. So I'm very confused. There she is. Sophie. Pretty lady. She does not seem thrilled. brought to you by our friends at Mighty Swell. Great cameo. Uh, yeah, that was terrific. Yeah. She, she seemed to really enjoy that. Hey, what uh, I missed, I stepped out for a second. Yeah. Do you have any takes uh, or thoughts on defensive playmakers for the Raiders? <laughs> do, you, do you want me to go get Sophie? Um, <laughs> she, she had some takes. Go ahead. They they need more than one. And I'll, I'd start there. I, I will say this. Uh, Max Crosby is a really fun football player. I think he has the potential to continue to develop into a prominent 1A pass rusher. I don't think he can be the only pass rusher on your defensive line and you get away with it, but but he's he's a little something to work with. All right, this one from Michael. And I love these types of questions and these takes because that means we get to talk about coaching searches and GM jobs. He says, the Chargers is the number one job for head coaches, although Anthony Lynn has not been fired yet. We'll make the playoffs and win coach of the year, but the Jaguars is the number one job for GMs. Joe, do you want to tell everybody who your pick would be for Chargers head coach that we talked about in our TDN staff meeting today? Yeah, it's Brian Dable. How do you, how do you not look at what Brian Dable's done in three years with Josh Allen and want that for Justin Herbert, who enters the NFL way further ahead than Josh Allen ever was? His starting point is so much further ahead. Give that guy Brian Dable. Give Justin Herbert Brian Dable. That's what I would do. Yeah, I love it. I think but here's the thing. Call. Wouldn't you want that for Justin Fields? Wouldn't you want that for Trevor Lawrence? Wouldn't you want that for Joe Burrow? Yeah, but I look at the physical skill set of Justin, and Justin is the closest of those players from a physical skill set perspective to what Josh Allen is. So... Sign me up. Uh, as far as is the Jaguars job, the number one opening. Yeah, I think so. But... Probably they've got an owner that has been proven to be hesitant to make change for the sake of change. He doesn't make hasty decisions. If anything, he's going to hang on to, for, to hang on to for a year or two too long. You get the number two overall pick. You got defensive talent to work with. You got multiple first round picks. There's a lot to like about that job. Small market, so you're not going not gonna to be in the spotlight. Heat's not going to be as hot. You do have to kind of look over your shoulder at London and wondering if you're going to have to update your passport, though. Mm. Do you do you update a passport or you just renew a passport? <laughs> you don't really you can't right, update that's, a passport. That's six in one hand, half dozen in the other. No, shoot. you don't update a passport. A passport is just issued by the country you live in. You renew a passport. You don't update it's the it. Same thing. Yeah, I disagree. 
disagree. I'm with Thank Kyle you. on you're, this one. Your I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a sip of my mighty swell. And you okay. I, I, another, your cat. another take from Daniel, which, guys, the cross sports takes tonight are just on fire. I'm loving oh, every good. bit of these. In three years, the AFC will be what the NBA Western Conference currently is. Most teams have a shot at the playoffs. Multiple non-playoff teams that are better than playoff teams in the other conference. I don't know much about the Western Conference in the I can NBA. tell you it's loaded. I can tell you there's eight playoff spots and probably 12 teams that deserve a spot in the playoffs. And meanwhile, over on the Eastern Conference, there's two teams that are have losing records in 82 oh, no. games or, that are getting playoff spots. I think we can become victims of the moment here. Um, teams get bad quick. They do. They really do, right? Teams get good quick, too, you know? Yes. So, um, I, I could see why the, uh, on the current condition you would believe this, but I think that things change more year to year than I think we often realize in the moment, and I think things will balance out. I think this is a weird year. Have we ever had as much breaking news on one show as what we have right now? Is this about the Avanti cleats? No. No, this is about what apparently Des said on Twitter. I have not seen this exact tweet yet retweeted into my timeline. Why don't you take a look at that before we give this the light of day here? (laughs) He did. He tweeted, (laughs) this is a quote from Des Bryant. Quote, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and call it a quit for the rest of the season. I can't deal with this. No way. My guy spent three years trying to get back into the league, and he tests positive for COVID, which is an unfortunate situation. It sucks for anybody that has to deal with it. That that just feel, I I hope cooler heads prevail here for Dez's sake because he has spent so much time trying to get this opportunity, and he finally has it, and he hits a little bit of adversity, and I hope he doesn't make such a final decision and potentially burn a bridge in a emotional moment. I also don't want to completely derail the show, but he was out there warming up with the team and they ruled that there were no high risk, close contacts and all the tests came back negative. And I'm just a little concerned about how we got to that conclusion. I'm not a uh, epidemiologist and <laughs> I, I can't speak to the protocol. So that's above my pay grade, but uh, best wishes to Des and don't make a hasty decision, dude. You guys want to argue about quarterbacks? Always. For a team who would not have to start a rookie quarterback right away, Zach Wilson and Trey Lance are preferable to Justin Fields. Why? Joe, you got anything here? You buying Alicia, no, Elisha? I don't want to mispronounce no, it. No, I mean, we both firmly think Justin Fields is QB, too. So, no, I don't agree with this at all. I think you would rather have Justin Fields no matter what over those other two quarterbacks. So, Alicia, Elisha, let me try and get in, into the headspace here because I want to give this this take the, the time of day here. For a de- team who would not have to start a rookie right away. So, that this indicates that Wilson and Lance are higher ceiling but lower floor players than Justin Fields. And they both have smaller sample sizes of high-level play. I I still think Justin Fields' arm ability, his ability to throw the ball, his baseball background really stands out when you watch him on film. His ability to kind of 
release from all angles and when there's thrown on the move and you know how shortstops kind of turn to at second base. Like he has that ability to kind of catch and get the ball out of his hand quick, throw round pass rushers. He's got the most preferable build as far as from a durability standpoint. When he is an athlete, I think I'll pass on this one. Joe? Yeah, I, I want Justin Fields for the reasons Kyle outlined. Okay. Just wanted to give you an opportunity to, to jump in there. Uh, this next take from Sam, uh, notable troll of the live show. Yeah, what's up, Sam? Is uh, It has to do with the news of the day, so we can, we can bring it up there. Uh, Eagles bench Jalen Hurts after losing to the Saints, and Peterson will say the equivalent of, I told you so, and go mm-hmm. back to Wentz. I kind of like it. It's kind of like one of those things where you don't have much of a choice. I mean, Wentz is played at a level that forces you to try somebody else, right? You have so, to. So give Hertz his chance. And if he plays well, keep going. If not, then Peterson has what he needs to go back to, to Wentz. My worry is for Carson Wentz's psyche. I don't know how you come back from this. Be, the, how much the dude, do you care the about? dude had problem. I understand that, but yeah. you got the contract, dude. You got the con- You were the first round pick. You were number two overall, and you're sitting over here looking over your shoulder at Nick Foles because the fan base fell in love with him because he took over the team and took you to the Super Bowl. So they get rid of Nick Foles when keeping Nick Foles probably would have been in the best interests of the team to try to find a way to make it work. Now, financially, Nick's never been good anywhere outside of Philadelphia. So if Nick wanted to go start somewhere, like, okay, you understand it from Nick's perspective. But if we're being honest about Nick Foles' career, he's incredible in Philadelphia and he's not good anywhere else. So, but that whole situation helped accelerate the decision of like, we got to get Nick out of here. So Carson's the guy. Then you draft Jalen Hurts, after you give Carson the contract, and he's played the way he has this year, and now you bench Carson for Jalen Hurts, and, like, I don't see how he mentally recovers from this. The Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles know Carson Wentz intimately. They've been around him since 2017 every day. They've evaluated this human being, and they have done that, which led them to the conclusion that we need to give him all the money to be our franchise quarterback. Somewhere along the way, you should have evaluated this mental piece here because you knew if this dates back to the full stuff and it messed with his psyche, then you should have thought about that before you gave him this money. And so you compound your issues by bringing Jalen Hurts into the mix here? I mean, you have a level of being wired a certain way to be a franchise quarterback in the NFL. So, Joe. Joe. Listen to me, okay? The Eagles gave Carson Wentz all the money. All the money. You know what does not cost all the money? Manscaped ultimate stocking stuffer this holiday season, boys and girls. If you're looking for the ultimate stocking stuffer, look no further because Manscaped has the tools to make you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. 
Manscaped is the only brand dedicated to below the waist grooming and hygiene products. And great news, they've just released their products across Europe, Canada, and Australia. So all of our overseas friends who I know for a fact listen to this show, you can get in on the action. Few of their products that are prime stocking stuffers this season, the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, name speaks for itself. The Crop Reviver, Ball Toner, also kind of speaks for itself if you stop to think about it. The Crop Cleanser Body Wash, a full body wash that you can also use on your hair, unless you're like Joe and I, in which you don't have too much to work with. <laughs> but you don't have to worry about your body hair because Manscaped takes care of that. The Crop Mop Ball Wipes, nothing worse than dirty balls. The worst. So you can go to manscaped.com, use promo code TDN, get 20% off and free shipping. It's manscaped.com, promo code TDN, 20% off and free shipping. Get the stocking stuffer that will knock the socks off whoever you need to give it to gift to this holiday season. Uh, there's nothing I like more than using this platform to air beefs with people. So okay, uh, Morgan Morgan has decided to beef with Kyle. And as the producer of this show, I'm going to just bring it all out here Great. and, and, and let the duel here. Morgan says, Kyle's Tyler Boyd take on the podcast. Horrible. I don't remember it. What did you say? Neither do I. And I think we recorded the show this morning. Right. I literally don't remember this at all. We didn't talk about this. I don't know. If it, Morgan, are you well, talking about locked on Dolphins? Well, we we talked about the Bengals this morning, didn't we? With the Le- Levi yeah, Grail. We, t- we talked about Tyler Boyd as being one of the key pieces that were in place to be yeah, hopeful. Really, Morgan people. thinks Kyle's out of his mind. So, yeah, Morgan, we help, help me out here because I don't. I've, you say, I've said Kyle? a lot of things. About, Listen, the first thing I said was it, it was totally egregious and outrageous for the NFL to kick Tyler Boyd and Xavier and and right. Howard out soft. of the Dolphins Bengals games this weekend. It was, it was unbelievably soft. Right. And that's so remember Christian Wilkins got kicked out of a game last year? Dolphins players get the quick trigger, man. Get them out. What's that about, man? Scrappy bunch. You hear uh <laughs> did you did you see Kyle Van Noy go on uh the Pat McAfee show? No, I I didn't. I did. I had to see it from Locked On Dolphins Twitter account because Pat McAfee still has me blocked on Twitter, right. which I'm what? still upset about. Yeah, the you know, the Mountaineers has you blocked on Twitter. He does. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So it, it quick context. I'm gonna give you the quick version, Chris. Uh, a couple of years ago, I had this whole campaign hashtag field goals are for losers. Now surface level, oh, I said Tyler Boyd started the fight. Pass was out of bounds. Byron Jones. Gave him a hand in the back as they're going out of bounds. Tyler Boyd runs into a ball boy or whatever he was, camera guy on the sideline, turns around and comes back and looks at him and swipes and pushes. He didn't hit him in the head. He didn't. He pushed him in the shoulder. Tyler Boyd swung first, just like Han shot first. Right, Chris? You know what I'm talking about. Yes, that's a good reference of it. I've seen. Joe has. Joe has never. Seen he has no, no idea. No. That's a pop culture reference way over Joe's head. That would be Star Wars, Joe. <laughs> Yes. No, yeah, not a chance on that. Yeah. Well, you you didn't think you'd like Game of Thrones either. Look at you. You watched all eight seasons. Um, I watched one of the Star Wars movies and it was terrible. Which, Which one? Which one? Oh, are you he, kidding? You I probably watched like one of the ones way out of order. Had no business watching. Well, watched, that you know first. what he did? He watched episode two, which is easily. I'll tell the you about the, the episode. I'll tell you about the episode. I, it was. Uh, I was in high school, right? And so I had uh, a girlfriend in high school and. I was watching a movie with her family and they chose to watch one of these star Wars movies. Okay. And the entire time it was like, I don't know, set in the desert or something where all they were trying to do was like 
race around or something. I don't know. It was it, you watched episode one. You watched episode one. Yeah. Yeah. That Which, explains uh, why you hate Star yeah, Wars. Because the prequels one, two, and three are notoriously at the bottom of the list. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So um, you, you started on a very sour yeah, note yeah. to start. Okay, Let, let's get us back on track with a football take. You know who we haven't heard from tonight, guys? Vontel, my guy. Or the sports <laughs> nut. It's a sports nut take. Von the Tell, Panthers should draft a quarterback in the top 10 while they have the opportunity to get a franchise guy without trading away future capital. Sorry, sports nut, for butchering your take. I think as long as it's one of, you know, Lawrence Fields, Wilson, or Lance, then I, I think so. If the if the name of the quarterback isn't one of those four people, then no, pick a different player or trade trade way way back. But if you can get one of those top four without trading away future capital, I think you should pull the trigger. Has to be the blend of. Oh, Vontel says he's already asked seven times. Listen, Vontel, your take is in the hopper. You gotta you gotta give me a second, okay? Okay, so hold on. Sports nuts take here. Quarterbacks for the Panthers. It's hard to marry yourself to one outcome. Right. And I feel like marrying yourself to a single outcome in the NFL draft when there's all these variables that are completely out of control. What happens if Carolina picks ninth and four quarterbacks go in front of them? You'd you'd have to trade up to go get one, right? Yeah. So if they're picking in the top ten, that doesn't guarantee what happens if Dallas tag and trades Dak Prescott and they they take Zach Wilson at three. And San Francisco jumps up for for Trey Lance and Jen jumps Carolina. So I'm always super hesitant to be like, this is the way another Star Wars take for you. Joe. Mandalorian. There you go, Joe. I actually have not watched it at all. Oh, I don't missing out. You're I missing out. Oh, good. Kyle has Star Wars references for Star Wars episodes that he's never seen. Explain no, not episodes. It's a, it's a TV series on Disney Plus, but same point, Joe. I don't have Disney Plus. Is it worth it? Uh, if you like Star Wars and Marvel movies, yeah. I mean, Doing I a do. full Marvel rewatch right now. Can we do something really quick here? This is something that I like to Please. do. It's very much on brand with this take from the sports nut. I've been preaching for a long time that the number one overall pick or even a top five pick is not required to get your answer at quarterback. I have in front of me PFFs rankings of quarterbacks. The top 10. We'll just, there we'll go. We'll do the top 10 quarterbacks. Everybody get close. Everybody get in close. In the NFL. Aaron Rodgers is number one. Where was he drafted? In the uh, 20, 24. right? Patrick 20. Mahomes, where was he drafted? 10. Watson, 11? Uh, yes. 11 or 12. Yeah. Rust Wilson, third round. Third Tom round. Brady, sixth round. Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. where was he? Cal, nine? Eight. 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 Josh Allen, seven. Dak Prescott, a third round pick? I believe so. Kirk Cousins, a two? He was a three, I think. Three, Matt Ryan was three overall. Daniel Jones. I'm just saying, none of these guys were the first guy in, in their draft class or the number one pick or even a top five pick. Like, it's not a requirement. You can get your quarterback some other way. Go ahead, Kyle. Every quarterback is a, is a system quarterback, and your situation matters incredibly high. Wow. It's incredibly important to a quarterback. Get the damn situation right. Get the situation right. Don't just you can't just get the right player. Because these guys that draft get drafted in the top ten and, and end up their career sucking is like they were drafted high for a reason. Right. And a lot of times it's they're really talented football players. Every every first round bust was drafted high for a reason because except really for Christian players. Ponder. 
yeah, yeah. All right. You got me there. On, on that note, <clears throat> all right, Vontel, you're yelling at me in the chat. I'll throw your take up here. And by the way, I'm not purposely missing takes. I try to go in some sort of order so that the takes make sense throughout the show. I'll get to everybody. Don't worry. I'll get everybody involved at least once. That's Kyle's second mighty swell. Second mighty swell. I can't help myself. Vontel says Chiefs versus Browns in the divisional round in what will be an all-time shootout top five playoff game of all time. Vontel. The Browns aren't keeping pace with the Chiefs. No. You yelled at me for this? And they're, yeah, they're, we've been they're waiting all this. this is what you, you're yelling at me for in the chat. This take? This score, their oh. scoring potential for Cleveland is going to prevent it from being a shootout altogether, right? Because they run the football. Now, mm-hmm. granted, they should be able to run the ball in chunks against Kansas City. So I think they can score a healthy amount of points. But a team whose style of play is play-action passing clock control, I think will prevent it from being an all-time shootout like Vontel is proposing. So I'm not going to hit you with the poop hat, okay? But there you go. Hit him with the poop hat. That's the first poop hat of the day because you, you kind of didn't put it on for an earlier take. This was the first yeah. take you brought it out for. All right, well, let's get everybody's grievances out of the way. Take the two most talented edge rushers in the 2021 draft come from Miami, and one of them is Jalen Phillips. Give it to me, Chris. You want really for this take? Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. This is a spicy hot take. Um, But is it a good take? Because I think... Probably not. Quiddy Pay is really good. Pretty talented. He's pretty good. So if you had expanded it to top three, I might be in on this take. Do you remember all those clips I was texting you about a month ago? Jalen Phillips, two months ago. I think I was sitting out on the back deck, which means it was nowhere near a month ago. It's been (laughs) freezing cold outside up here. Um, I think Pay is in the top three. But other than that, no, I'm totally fine from a talent perspective uh greg russo being in this list and jalen phillips is definitely super jalen phillips has first round physical tools there's no question about it in my mind all right got another one here depending on what type of linebacker you need drafting jeremiah owosu koromoa over parsons can be rationalized also a plus for me on the name there just want to get yes. that out yeah that was tremendous thank you i was nervous that you didn't know what it stood for Come on. If I'm going to be the producer of this show, I need to have at least some level of IQ. Joe, do you have a response here? Um, I like both of these linebackers, but I think Parsons is the preferred one. Um, I mean, if you're looking for, if you want to pursue, you know, like a weak side linebacker in a four, three, maybe you like Owusu Koromoa. And if you want a Mike, you might want Parsons, but I don't feel like Parsons is limited. I would take Parsons well ahead of Owusu Koromo when I like him. I take them both in the first round, but Parsons is different to me. So you're asking me to take Jer- Jeremiah Owusu Koromo over Micah Parsons? I'm not going to. So quit asking. In oh, okay. right. his defense, this is the first. Time. I'm not going to. So quit asking. Quit, quit asking. Um, I agree with a lot of what Joe had to say. I like Jeremiah Wusu koromoa I like Micah Parsons a lot more. And uh, I don't care what kind of scheme I'm running. I don't care what kind of system I'm running. Micah Parsons can do more. He's bigger. I think he's more explosive. He's longer. Um, 
So for all of those said reasons, I would take Parsons, no questions asked. All right. We got a take from Kyle here that I think is an interesting spin on something that happened over the weekend. Kyle says Tyreek Hill's lack of a touchdown this week, that ball that he caught that they didn't review, will have gambling companies at the NFL's neck to provide booth reviews for plays that are scoring plays that are wrong on the field. Did you see this play, Joe? This is a catch. It was not even close to a drop. Right. Yeah. I don't know how you get something like that wrong. And Andy Reid was like, dude, you gotta you gotta tell me. (laughs) You gotta tell me to look at it. Cause they they but they punted like it was like 25 seconds left on, and I don't know exactly what the time was on the, the play clock, but it felt like they had plenty of time on the play clock to take a look on the board before deciding. So uh kyle poor guy he lost in fantasy and lost 250 dollars. oh no this weekend Oof. because that play was not a touchdown i'm gonna mix a take in here jared's take the rest isn't getting worse as the year has gone along we'll just just everybody get your ref takes in now million percent accurate there are some egregious calls this weekend yeah and i thought it was kind of cool earlier in the year where like clear and obvious was the buzzy phrase and right penalties were down and it's like the referees wanted to once again be meaningful pieces of football yeah, games. Yeah, sure they get their, their over screen a, time. Over officious jerks. You got right, one Von, more for us, I do. I'm going to give Vontel a chance to redeem himself to oh. close the show. All right? Oh, gosh. Joseph Asai will end up as the best pass rusher in his class despite not being a top two pass rusher selected. Where's he going? It's important. It's an important question. Surely it's Arizona. I don't know. You know Fontel won, won a pass rusher in the first round. I don't know. I don't remember what he does and doesn't want. I know he, he doesn't want most things, if I recall correctly. He's got a punch list. And if you don't hit the punch list, he's he's mad at you. <laughs> what Joe said. He said. <laughs> uh Osai's motor is awesome to watch. Uh he is super fun in pursuit, backside, second, third effort plays. He's bendy, he's long. He's explosive. He's everything that everybody who doesn't work for NFL teams always falls in love with, right? I mean, everybody falls in love with the long, explosive, bendy pass rusher off the edge. I think Asai is a more well-rounded player than some of the other guys that we've seen over-coveted. But Joe, let me ask you this. Joseph Asai versus Harold Landry, who's a better prospect? Mm. Osai might have a little more to him. They're close. I look. I view them similarly in the way I would value them. And I know Harold Landry had the durability questions with the ankle, and that was a large contributor to him dropping into the second round. But I think about that player, and like a lot of people are like, "Yo, Harold Landry is one of the ten best football players in this draft class." Like he was, he was regarded by the outside community that highly. We haven't hit that level with Osai yet. We might. Um. But I always fit I always feel like the NFL is a little bit lower. And that might play to a size advantage if he goes to a better team with a better pass rushing group as a whole. Yeah. So oh Dylan, disrespect. Asai versus Romeo Aquara. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that. No. Asai all day long. Right. I mean, no, no disrespect to Aquaro, who's a reasonable 
yeah, contributor in the NFL. I mean, edge defender in the NFL, but yeah, I think I there's think more ceiling with Osai, right? Joe, I, I actually saw this, and it wasn't a take, so I'm not mad at Shuby for not bringing this one to the table. But it was a new name for the Washington football team. Ooh, okay. The Washington Chanticleers. Oh, I Win. did see this. I didn't know what it was in reference. I'm Coast, out. Coast of I'm out. <laughs> no, you, so you can get away with that in college, right? It's fun if it's in college. There it is from Brian. Okay. Yeah, no. I like it for Coastal Carolina, but it doesn't – it sounds – it's very college-like to me. Tentaclears? Right. Are clears? I mean, it's super cool for Coastal Carolina. That's what I'll say about it. That that field is sick, too. The teal? I like I, I don't know if that's a hot take or not. I like the, the teal yeah. turf. They got their own brand going. And remember, oh, we got to get this going. We got to get this sound bite. Do you remember their coach, like, I don't know, 20 years ago? Oh, yeah. I, I need, want dogs. I need dogs. I don't know, can't. Chris, have you seen this? I haven't. Oh, world oh. life changing and altering situation ahead of you when you pull this up. Yeah, yeah. we'll send it to you after this. Please, Please do. Oh, yeah. Screen door and cat walked in. And... <laughs> <laughs> Told my guys, don't be like that cat. Gotta be like that dog. Everybody looking in the mirror. <laughs> we don't need no cats. We need dogs. <laughs> so we're done here. Yeah. It's, we've jumped the shark officially here on Draft Dudes <laughs> Tuesday night. Enjoy Tuesday night football if you're watching with us live. Thanks for tuning in as always. Uh, if you missed us live, Mondays, Thursdays. Uh, guys, I got a feeling I'm not going to be here this Thursday. Just want to put it oh. on your radars now. Okay. I'll write that down. So we are uh, welcoming a tiny human into the world this weekend in my household. I'm very excited about it. And I think Joe's more excited than I am actually yeah, I sitting so. here giggling like a schoolgirl about it. Like, ah. right. So uh, yeah, I, if by an act of science or divine intervention, I am available, I will be here on Thursday night, but I am anticipating not being here on Thursday night. So uh, I hope you guys have fun without me. I will definitely be experiencing FOMO, but probably also simultaneously not be thinking about the show at all. Right, you won't. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, we appreciate everybody who tuned in and watched it and partied with us and pre-gamed with us. So thanks for watching and uh, make sure you hit subscribe on the Draft Network's YouTube channel to catch all these live streams, which are brought to you by our friends at Mighty Swell. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.